Hello, I'm Janus. And I'm Tessa. Welcome to our podcast that celebrates wordiness and nerdiness and sometimes plain absurdiness. Please join us for today's episode of Your Your New New Favorite Favorite Word. So this is our very first episode of Your New Favorite Word. Like you, we've been spending a lot of time at home together trying to figure out what to do. A lot of time. Yeah. (laughs) And But during this time of uncertainty and difficulty, um, I listened to an inspiring speaker online, and he talked about how we deal with difficulty and challenge. And he said... We can choose reaction, reacting to what happens to us, or we can change how we see things. We can move the C in that word to the beginning, and now instead of reaction, we have creation. And this is what we have really felt like we wanted to do, to be creative in order to make this time worthwhile and easier to handle. And one of the things that we have always found great joy and delight and connection in is our love of words. And we wanted to take the opportunity to share that love with you through this podcast. So we hope that you will enjoy sharing that with us. Um, So Jameis, would you tell us about your new favorite word? I would love to. So my... New favorite word. I don't know if it's actually a favorite word, but I was fascinated by the history of this word. And I'm going to leave you in suspense, and I'm going to start with the history. So back in the 1300s, there was also a horrible pandemic that was sweeping Europe. And I'm sure everyone's familiar with it. It's the Black Death, right? The bubonic plague. And people were terrified of it. They were confused by it. No one knew what caused it. Um, it It was just really, really bad. But Venice instituted this policy of requiring all incoming ships to isolate at an island before they could come into the city. And they required them to stay for 30 days on this island, and they called it a Trentino, meaning 30, or coming from the word for 30 in Italian. Beautiful pronunciation, by the way. Thank you. I practiced that. Um, So that practice persisted for like 80 years um, and then for some reason that history doesn't record, someone decided that 30 wasn't the right number and it needed to be 40. And so they required that period of isolation to last 40 days. So they couldn't call it a Trentino anymore. So they called it a Quarantino from the Italian word for 40. And that's where we get the word quarantine. Now, interestingly, in English, uh, the English language didn't pick up on that meaning of, you know, isolating to prevent the spread of a disease didn't pick up on that meaning until like the 1600s. So like 300 years later, two, 300 years later. But the word does show up in English earlier as um, the name of the 40-day period during which a widow can remain in her dead husband's home. That's so interesting. Yeah, so interesting. I don't know much about English law from that period, but... Yeah, it'd be interesting to learn more yeah. about that. And then it also shows up even before that as uh, a religious term referring to the desert in which Christ fasted for 40 days. It was called the quarantine during in, in the 1500s or something. 
So yeah, that, that was interesting, and I, I kind of debated mentioning this next little bit too. But interestingly, um, the name of a house of quarantine is a lazaretto, which again has biblical connotations, right? With Lazarus being raised from the dead, which is interesting. That's kind of a positive way to think about being in quarantine, that eventually you're going to come out again, which gives me great hope in this time of social distancing that we are going to emerge from our houses, blinking in the sunlight, and rejoice to actually see each other again. It will feel like coming alive after death, I feel like. Definitely. So yeah. there we go. That's my my word is quarantine, maybe <laughs> yeah. Lazaretto. But. It's hard to say that quarantine <laughs> is our favorite word today. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Very interesting etymology for sure. Thank How about you. you, Tessa? What's your new favorite word? Okay, well, my search for my new favorite word actually started with a list of spelling bee words that my kids had used in a recent contest. Um, I came across the word skedaddle, which is a really fun word um, spelled in lots of different ways. Um, S-K-E-D-A-D-D-L-E is the most common um, and it means, as you probably know, to run away, to leave hastily or flee, to scram or flee in panic. Um, but this word, um, I had no idea how long it had been around, but it apparently um, came about during the American Civil War. Um, the first instance of it being written down was in 1861, um, and it was military slang. So they talked about armies skedaddling when they were not doing well in battle, um, and the Oxford English Dictionary had a really interesting sentence that um, showed the use of it in an article in a newspaper in 1861. It said, No sooner did the traitors discover their approach than they skedaddled, a phrase the Union boys up here apply to the good use apply to the good use the secessors make of their legs in time of danger. I love that so much. So the word secessors, that might be one of my new favorite words. Yes. <laughs> Slang for secessionists at the time. Um, but as I was looking at the etymology of this, one of my favorite online websites for learning about etymology is called Etym Online, E-T-Y-M-O-N-L-I-N-E. And um, it had a list of other entries that were related to skedaddle. And one of those that came up, this is actually, I feel like, my new favorite word. Um, it also means to run away or make off, to abscond, or to depart in a hurry. And the word is absquatulate. <laughs> this can also be spelled multiple ways, but the most common is A-B-S-Q-U-A-T-U-L-A-T-E. And it was coined in the 1840s, um, and the um, etymology given is that it's a facetious U.S. coinage. So it's kind of a humorous slang term that um, reportedly was used in a play by um, a, an American character named Nimrod Wildfire. That's a name that caught my imagination as well. Um, and that it said in that entry that later the Civil War slang established skedaddle in its place. But I think that that's a shame. Because it is a shame. I think that absquatulate is a word that deserves use. Absolutely. And I think I'm going to start using it you in, should. in my daily language. I might join you. <laughs> but one interesting thing I found out about it, the American Heritage Dictionary um, gave as the etymology that it was possibly what they call a mock Latinate formation. So a word that um, was coined in a way to sound like it comes from Latin roots. 
Um, and so the root of that would be squat and ab, as in abscond, meaning away. So absquatulate, meaning to go off and squat elsewhere. <laughs> so gotta love that etymology. Um, and this kind of led me to kind of a web of other synonyms of slang terms that mean to flee and to go away. Um, so scram, scram is one that's possibly from a shortening of the word scramble or from a German word schramm. Um, we have skidoo. You might have, might have heard 23 skidoo kind of from um, the 1920s is when that's um, kind of um, portrayed in media, but is actually from 1906 and is possibly from the word skedaddle. Um, hightail it. So that's from cattle ranches in the 1890s. It's U.S. slang meaning animals fleeing with their tails up. So when you when you hightail it out of a place, you're like the cattle doing that. Um, to bug off or bug out. It's one I hadn't heard as often, but um, that's from the 1950s. Um, so again, a military connection, possibly U.S. troops in the Korean War. Um, learning that um, and changing a rude British expression to mean um, to flee and to get out in a rude way. And then an all-time favorite, vamos, which is actually more obviously from the Spanish word vamos, meaning to go. What's not to love about vamos? <laughs> so I know there are others that we could add to this list, and if you think of some, let us know. But um, it was fun to find slang words meaning to get out of here. So Absolutely. Thank you. This, this is going to be fun. We're looking forward to this. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any favorite words of your own, feel free to reach out to us at jamus at jamusbuck.org or terracina, T-A-R-A-S-I-N-E at gmail.com. And let us know what your favorite words are. We would love to, to hear them. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.